Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is June 19th. This is episode 210. Hopefully you guys are having a marvelous Monday today. Some exciting things to go over, as always. Got a couple things we need to talk about. What's going on in the background. Things we mentioned in last week's episodes. And let's go from there. So as always, starting off with our macro outlooks. The weeklies, as of right now, starting to look a little less death spirally. (laughs) Things are actually starting to find um, a little bit more than just midterm, short-term support, potentially. We can see that our wolf pack, our market liberator, potentially starting to pinch. Money flow is still absolutely deep in the red, still pointing down. Overall, this would take probably a number of two to three more weeks to fully actually turn back up and around. If that's the case, if that's the scenario that we're actually going to play into. Um, but we're starting to see those signs, which is what the bulls would want to see in this case. Now, Still a couple things here. Obviously, we've got bearish market structure over on both BTC and ETH as of right now. Um, 618 level still being right above our heads here on ETH. The only, you know, the good news behind that though is that the fibs are still extended to the upside. So essentially, we only need to move market structure down in order to uh, push this back into a completely bullish market structure. So yeah, as far as weekly goes, starting to see signs of turning back up. Nothing's obviously confirmed as of yet. This is potentially a really nice higher low, potentially a little bit of hidden bullish divergence going back into, uh, looks like March 13th from that low. And that's across the board. March 13th on ETH comes in as a lower low on price action, lower low on all of our oscillators. Yes. When we start to look into our midterm macro, daily all the way up into four day, we can see that money flow potentially green dot um, in the next two days. Like there is a little bit more bullishness going on in here as well. A little bit easier to see on the two day. We can see bouncing off of our potential zero line here over on ETH. We've got Liberator pinching off. We've got Wolfpack turned back up. Price action actually kind of starting to turn up and around. Interesting. Obviously nothing's confirmed as of yet, but it seems that in the midterm macro, the more likely opinion is that we continue bouncing from here up and over. Um, We can see that we are being held up by the super trend on most time frames. The only thing that's really significantly bearish here, time frame wise, is actually the daily. And the daily doesn't seem to reflect what all the other time other time frames are doing. So, you know, what I'm saying, for example, the 8 hour, the 12 hour, the 16 hour, the 2 day, the 3 day, the 4 day um, are all closed above our 200 super trend. Daily is not. Daily is closed below. I don't know if there's much merit to this because, again, it's the only bloody time frame where this is occurring. I, this could just be an oddity out of the bunch because everything else is closed above. Um, the point I'm trying to point out here, the 8-hour super trend has been very diligent in picking up overall trend of what's happening in the medium macro. If we look back, we can see... You know, anytime we've had a significant cross and we've stayed above the super trend, every time we've come back to it, we've bounced and we've looked for continuation. It's only when we've broken below, broken back above, broken back below. We obviously had a little bit of shifty business going on up here. We finally rejected 
and turned it into a bearish trend. And now since we've flipped it back up, found support, potentially found support again in the current dip down that we've had down to 24,400, things are starting to actually build support and show some strength here again. So we can't absolutely rule it out as of yet for continuation up and or the medium macro to uh, shift into a much more bullish posture. It's very possible here. Now, because today is a banking holiday, you know, the information that we're getting probably not as solid as if, you know, if it was coming in tomorrow per se, or if it wasn't a holiday today. So the stock market is technically closed. We do have um, after hours trading open right now. So the S&P on some regards, to some regards, is actually open right now um, and trading. Obviously, it's been trading down the last day and a half. Perfectly normal, obviously, in low volume and shenanigans and that. 44.20 was our key level of resistance. You know, some sort of retest from here is very possible and likely. Um, we'll have to see how that goes. But over the next week or two, potentially some sort of retest back down. I'm not going to give any specifics yet. As to where I think that's going to go, we'll have to see how tomorrow opens. Finishing off Bitcoin and ETH, medium terms, short terms, um, still looking quite good. The four hour as well, holding up. Turn some of this other shenanigans off. We are still potentially holding up, potentially looking for a re-triple confirmation as far as the four hour uh, ETH chart goes. It's not already TC'd up. Let me just double check with the Heikinashi. You know, we're still waiting for that reconfirmation back up. Bitcoin in the same boat. Was TC'd up, TC'd down over like yesterday and now running into market structure potentially re-triple confirming with invalidation and a little bit of strength here again bullish divergence going on higher low uh right at the 618 right at resistance key level resistance ultimately for continuation up now obviously if we were to get rejected uh, well continue getting rejected very hard here 27 to 27 200 is the most key level resistance we have in the medium short term if we can get above that level you know, the bull case starts to give, um, starts to get a little bit more merit, a little bit more credibility, a little bit more possible, right? So we'll have to see how we go. We're looking for today's close. Best case scenario for the bulls here, a close above 27, a close above 26,800 would be like a great, you know, uh, giving it a lot of potential, but like I would, I would much rather see it close above 27,200. It's only $400 more, um, to get a more confirmed type of signal out of this thing yeah super short terms still looking pretty okay we're potentially reconfirming the 15 minute back up here i think that like again we you know we've got juice in the short terms medium terms potentially just starting to get some juice i could see again some sort of retest back down but we've already had it this morning where we uh topped up at 27 we came all the way back down to 26400 super quickly and have since been trading back up so there are some shenanigans going on in the background. It would seem the whole news about BlackRock and what's going on with Gary Gensler and like all these things running around in the background, you know, like I think are much more important to be paying attention to than most people realize. You know, it makes sense why they would push against crypto so hard if the major entities are buying right, and continuously, uh, continuously buying at these prices. You know, they said this, they, they, they do the same thing every time. No, we're not buying. We don't want that. Bitcoin's terrible. And you come to find out they were buying the entire time. Massive amounts of Bitcoin. Yada, yada, yada. Saying it was crap. Saying it was garbage. Saying they'd never own it. And yet they did. And they were. And they were accumulating when, you know, everyone else was throwing their Bitcoin, their worthless Bitcoins away. Um, the last time this happened was like 9 to 10K. Everyone's like, no, 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 no. 
Overpriced. We don't want it. It's not good. And it ran up to 20. <laughs> and then it came down to 3. And everyone said it was bad and it was going to 1,000 and 0. And then it ran up to almost $70,000. So cautiously aware that big money tends to, I don't want to say blatantly lie, but you know what, what else do you call it? They're telling you not to buy. They're telling you that they're not buying. And yet the data shows that they are buying and that they are pretty, you know, pretty bullish on this whole thing. Like if, if BlackRock does push out this ETF, you know, you guys got to know, we've been talking about a spot ETF since 20, like pretty much the start of 2018. It's been five years. No one's been able to get it around regulation, around the SEC rules. Um, if anyone can do it, BlackRock can do it. Now, is that the best case for crypto that BlackRock pushes it out? No. But I know that, you know, it's going to open up other avenues for other companies to come in and potentially also offer a similar or um, the same thing, right? It's not about who um, who gets it, you know, first to market. I think it just opens up the path for other companies to potentially come in, offer similar or the same types of uh, opportunity. So we'll have to see how that goes. But, you know, BlackRock is betting on themselves. They're, they're buying a shit ton. Um, so it'll be interesting to see for sure. Other things going on in the news. Obviously, Binance still kind of under fire. I haven't heard too much coming from uh, Coinbase or anything else on that side of things. You know, but yeah, I don't know. I'm very interested to see what uh, the rest of the week does for the S&P, for the Dixie, for the U.S. 10-year. You know, if we can continue seeing the DXY reject off of that very key level resistance, we start pushing below 102, the S&P starts popping above 4420, the next level for the S&P, if it is going to continue breaking up from here, is like 4,500 points. You know, we are very dangerously close to the previous all-time high, right? Like, yeah, I say dangerously in the wrong perspective, I guess, or in the wrong context. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a cautious zone for sure. But like the odds that, you know, this tries to pop above and around the all-time high seems much higher probabilistic wise than actually like taking a fat dump from here. We've already found the support. We've already had the sell bearish market for the last, you know, year and something since we topped out in December of 2021. Since we topped out, can't speak English, you know, super trends up in our medium macros as well. The weekly straight up money flow looks good. The only thing that sucks still is volume. We need to see more volume momentum being built up. Last time, you know, we got quite a good amount of push up. Rejection, rejection, re like big slap down, bigger slap down, biggest slap down in an absolute monster pump from there the last time that this really flatlined same thing back here flatlined chop chop continuation so i don't know we may see some turbulence overall should keep going up i don't see why it wouldn't at this point with everything being in the direction that it is obviously if they come out tomorrow and you know everything turns to shit things change but for now i think the s&p should hold its overall bullish uh, momentum and outlook on the next couple of years to come. I've been seeing a lot of metrics, not just not just S and P. I mean, like single a uh, single stock asset like Tesla. You know, potentially growing over the next eight to nine years. Nvidia, obviously the AI. There's going to be a lot of opportunity if it's allowed to present itself. And I mean that I I feel like that's what the American lawmakers and politics want. 
you know, even if they they don't fully agree with that right now. Obviously, they want prosperity for their people. They want things to continue the way they have been because it's not good for them either if everything goes to complete shit. Yeah. But, you know, morally speaking, is it right that it just continues up for, for forever? Probably not, right? But, you know, that's the game that we play. We need to be aware as long as you're aware of the game, you know, it's much harder to lose. Taking a look at our Bitcoin macro signal, still in a short, basically from this price that we're at right now. Actually, we're above it. Rather, sorry, because it hit at 25 700. If this does flip again, we start shifting super trend, market structure, everything else back to the upside, and this does flip. You got to know that I'm absolutely cutting my shorts and looking to jump back into the macro long. This thing, you know, has only had, I think, a total of two to three chop trades before absolutely going on a tear, right? Oh, it lost 4%. Oh, it lost 8%. Oh, and then it made 530%. So, like, I'm not gonna, you know, <laughs> got a chance to uh, to take a very small loss, make a very big gain. If it is gonna reconfirm back up, and you gotta, like, you gotta know that it's invalidating the signal completely. All that momentum that was trying to swing down. We had, you know, head and shoulders. Ooh, we broke below the super trend. Ooh, We've retested and rejected, and like we've got the signal, it's all down. Well, if that flips and all this bearishness turns into bullishness right at the top of resistance, you got you know, like that's a big deal. So, absolutely be paying attention. Bitcoin looks like this is not going away until we close above. 27,500. Now, we may get it a little bit early if volume momentum starts to come in early, maybe closer to 27, 27, or 26,800. I mean, like, we're right there. So, you know, we've obviously had a bit of an uptick today in the morning in volume. Um, if we can see that throughout the rest of the next day or two, I could absolutely see this um, strategy signal shifting again. And again, we, we obviously have, we have to wait for it to confirm, to show up first, then to confirm actually closing into a long entry, um, meaning that it's closed the short. So very cautious around this zone. Something I want to point out to you guys as well, the 8-hour on both ETH and BTC has been diligently, time and time again, a very, very accurate um, signal going forward of where and what is going on in the current terms. What do I mean when I say that? Well, the 8-hour super trend on both ETH and BTC has been absolutely phenomenal in giving us the overall trend. And as of right now, we are above it and we are still technically bullish as far as that super trend goes. You know, like, see here, we crossed back in 2020, we bopped through, we retested, and we held it the entire time for the whole rally that came into 2021 right till the end of uh, 2021, right? We had the, f the flipping back and forth. We retested it, almost retested it, made a new higher high. We know that we had bearish divergence between these two points. Then we popped below. You had another chance of retesting here, and then it did it again for another higher high, bearish, hidden bearish divergence on top of the normal bearish divergence, on top of the converging wave, on top of the retest rejection, 
and the flippening of the super trend. So like it's been very accurate just trading back and forth the flips of of the eight hour. You know, this tells me that right now I think things are underlyingly more bullish than people are giving them credit for. It tends to stay above when it crosses on this time frame for a good amount of significant amount of time, at least, you know, three to six months and sometimes even longer. Like this this example right here when we crossed here in 2015 stayed crossed and above all the way up into 2018. It's three years straight of continuous upside overall. So just, you know, food for thought, things to be aware of. Things are looking better than I think a lot of people are giving them credit for. We're above, we're bouncing again, almost off the zero line there. And, you know, it's just like the big money's buying in the background. Everyone in their dog is, you know, like has given up on this market or has sold out. I don't know. Just feels like, you know, everything um, that they're telling you is, is potentially wrong. And they are absolutely capitulating at these levels. Quickly, just taking a look over here at BTC.D. If you don't know, the you add a D into BTC and you got dominance. <laughs> um, very critical resistance level sitting up here at 50%. We're basically right there right now. We've got horizontal and diagonal resistance coming in at this point. Um, it's going to be very hard to get dominance above this level. If it does start breaking above 50%, Bitcoin probably goes on a really wild run and the altcoins probably take a back seat and chill and not really do anything obviously we've already been seeing that last week the altcoins dumped off they all had their big you know dramatic performance <laughs> dumping within one night and they haven't really recovered since they've just been kind of flatlined chilling on the floor almost like a uh, possum you know you poked it and it fell over and it's playing dead um <laughs> if bitcoin does reject here Potentially, we have some strength going back into some of these alts, which, in my opinion, is a little bit more probabilistic. You know, let Bitcoin chill for maybe a couple of days, consolidate around 27, or maybe once we're above 27, consolidate there for a bit. Let the alts hopefully have some sort of strength retrace back up. And then, obviously, we'll let Bitcoin continue doing what it was going to do before, which is probably continue pulling dominance up, continuously pulling the price of Bitcoin into the upside direction not financial advice as always as far as trading and everything goes me personally if we come back down into anywhere around 26 at this point i think i'm going to be adding another starting position entry if the macro signal flips back up in the three hour time frame i will be exiting the macro short from 28 to 30 just you know it's just how it goes it happens, flip back and forth. Um, I'd rather be on the right side at the right time than the wrong side at the wrong time, right? So macro strategy, shorts probably get taken off the table completely. Nothing's for sure yet, nothing's confirmed. We need to be aware that, you know, things continue to flip back and forth. Obviously, like one day everything looks great, the next day it looks completely shitty again. Um, and that's, you know, there's a reason for that. It's on purpose. They don't want solid direction right now. You know, I think that eventually in the next week or so, there's going to be one of these days that just absolutely steamrolls everyone, you know, makes it so blatantly obvious of what direction we're going to go. And it just starts taking off from there. So up or down, the the result, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, we'll be ready for whatever it decides to do. All right, my friends, with that being said, 
as always. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode today. If you haven't checked it out yet, tripleconfirmation.com, your number one source for automated, non-custodial, decentralized trading bot action. Head over there, check it out. Tell your mom, tell your friends. Um, Yeah, tripleconfirmation.com. With that being said, we appreciate you guys for taking the time to listen as always. And we'll catch you in the next episode on Wednesday. Take care. Bye-bye.